can still say Merry Christmas because there are 12 days in Christmas. It's more than just a song. It's the season of Christmas. Because the joy, the love, the, the holiness of, of Christmas can't be contained into just one day. It flows out into a season. It flows out throughout our whole year. May we feel God's presence and the love of community around us as we worship today. We, um, we join together in singing our opening hymn, Good Christian Friends Rejoice. I did forget one announcement. We, we received um, before Christmas a, a wonderful thank you note from May Rogers, and I want to share it with all of you. As you may have remembered, there was a Sunday where we were sitting here smelling turkey and wonderful food wafting up from, from downstairs, the meals that went out into our community. Um, and May writes, having just finished eating a perfect turkey dinner, many thanks to the ladies and gentlemen of grace for the many ways you find to treat us so generously during the year. Just another grateful Nifty 90 from May Rogers. So we celebrate the love that is in this community. Let's call one another to worship. Holy people, beloved of God, come. Come to follow the way prepared for you. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. Once again, the earth is surprised at a manger as the glory of God transforms the commonplace. Let us go to Bethlehem to see what God has made known to us. Experience the wonder of God's ways, kneels in awe before life newly born. Let us bring glory and praise to God for all that we have seen and heard. And friends, let us pray together. Mysterious God, you come to us this season 
softly as a mother's sigh, as startling as the cry of a newborn child. Come into our hearts, we pray, that we might be cradled in your love and stirred by your glory. We pray in the name of the one whose coming we celebrate, Jesus Christ, the Bethlehem King. And I invite Willie to share with us a gift of music today. I really, really liked. And sometimes it's appropriate to sing it, and sometimes it doesn't fit what we're doing, but today it does. It's called When a Child is Born. for one child, black, white, yellow, no one knows, but a child that will grow up and turn tears to laughter, hate to love, war to peace, and everyone to everyone's neighbor, and misery and suffering will be words to be forgotten forever. It's all a dream and delusion it must come true sometime soon somehow all across the land dawns a brand new morn this comes to pass when a child is born thank you willie and yuki the upfront time today and um, move to our next hymn, See Amid the Winter Snow, number 76.
follow Jesus. It's part of my faith to give. United in number 871 and on the overhead. Praise God from the heavens. Give praise in the heights. Give praise, all you angels. Praise God, all you hosts. Praise God, sun and moon. Give praise, stars and lights. Praise God, farthest heavens and all waters beyond heaven. Let all things praise the Holy One at whose command they were created. Who established them for all time. Setting bounds which cannot be passed, praise God from the earth. Great sea creatures and ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and frost, gales that obey God's decree. All mountains and hills, all fruit trees and cedars, wild animals and cattle, creatures winged and earthbound, sovereigns who rule earth and its people, all who govern and judge this world, young men and women alike, old people and children together. Let all things praise the name of God, the name above every other, whose splendor covers heaven and earth. You give strength to your people, songs of praise to your faithful, to Israel, the people dear to your heart. Gospel reading is from John 1, verses 1 to 18, reading from the Common English Bible translation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the Word, and without the Word, nothing came into being. What came into being through the Word was life and the life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness doesn't extinguish the light. A man named John was sent from God. 
He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him everyone would believe in the light. He himself wasn't the light, but his mission was to testify concerning the light. The true light that shines on all people was coming into the world. The light was in the world, and the world came into being through the light, but the world didn't recognize the light. The light came to his own people, and his own people didn't welcome him. But those who did welcome him, those who believed in his name, he authorized to become God's children, born not from blood, nor from human desire or passion, but born from God. The word became flesh and made his home among us. We have seen his glory, glory like that of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified about him, crying out, This is the one of whom I said, He who comes after me is greater than me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. As the law was given through Moses, so grace and truth came into being through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. God, the only Son, who is at the Father's side, has made God known. The Word became flesh and made a home among us. May you hear the words of my mouth and listen to the meditations of my heart, and may all of our reflecting be blessed. One of my favorite Christmas memories was from this church on Christmas Eve two years ago, my first Christmas Eve with you. During worship, I was opening gift boxes with all of you and with the children, and we were reflecting on the Christmas story, on how the pieces within the boxes told us that story. Near the end of the service, I picked up a box, the last box, and opened it and pulled out a star, and I began my memorized script. I wonder what this could be, I asked, as I pulled out a small light. I wonder if this is a star, way up in the night sky. In the time of our very special Christmas story, I continued, Stars were very important. People who traveled often used the stars to point them in the right direction. People also believed that stars announced very important events, the birth of kings and queens, emperors, heroes, and holy people were often said to be announced by stars. Stars announced the whole cosmos was celebrating and that the birth was so important that it was of universal proportions. And that's when, when I asked the next question, did you know that we are made of stars? That is when a child stood up about four rows back with excitement and said, I do. He stepped out into the aisle and began to share how life on earth came out of supernovas. He embodied his excitement as he shared the good news of science and creation. The joy was infectious, and I know that many others remember him even long after the service was finished. The Gospel according to John, 
tells the story of Christ's birth in a way very different from the gospel according to Matthew and the gospel according to Luke. Instead of angels and baby bumps and birthing, the gospel of John tells a cosmic story. In the beginning was the word. Now to understand what is happening in the gospel of John's birth narrative, we need to know a little bit about Greek philosophy. In Greek philosophy, which had its heyday before Jesus' birth, there was a debate about what is the essence of all things. What makes up our bodies, our lives, our world, and all things. And some said it was earth. And some said it was fire, and others water, and some said it was air. Still others said it was logos, or word, or wisdom the word that John uses. The Gospel of John mixes this idea of essence with the Hebrew idea of God's word or breath. In Genesis, God's spirit, breath hovers over creation and God speaks creation into being. God said, let there be light and there was light. In the beginning was the logos, the word, the essence, and the essence was with God and was God. And all things came into being through it. And without it, nothing was. And the essence is the light of the world. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. It sounds very different than the Christmas stories of Jesus' birth that we are used to. In In Jesus, God's light, the essence is made known. But these words from John celebrate what all of the birth stories of Jesus do. They celebrate incarnation. At Christmas, we celebrate incarnation. Now, there are many theological viewpoints about what exactly incarnation means, and people of faith have been trying to sort it all out ever since people first felt the chill of divine stirring in their spines as they encountered Jesus. At its very core, incarnation says that God, the divine, the essence of life, the holiness that creates and connects us, is encountered in Jesus. God is encountered in a baby, born like so many other babies, a child who at time disappeared out of his parents' sight, causing panic when they couldn't find him. A young man who had dreams so big that he had to get away from home so they could be realized. A dreamer whose dreams were were too shocking for some, so he was persecuted. A victim like so many other victims of fear and power. One who breathed, moved, ate, struggled, hurt, loved, and dreamed. God is made known in bone like our bone flesh, like our flesh blood, like our blood biology, like our biology. The story, of course, continues beyond Christmas. The baby will be loved and cared for and grows up to teach others to love and care for one another. Love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love one another as I have loved you. In this beautiful and vulnerable act of loving, 
Jesus shows us that God is at work bringing healing and wholeness to all creation. Incarnation is an act of love. And love is expansive, like light shining out into the darkness. Incarnation is a complicated theology, but it is something that we shouldn't just talk about or think about or read about or debate about or listen to a minister preach about. Incarnation is to be encountered. Incarnation is to be lived. It takes us out of our seat and out into the world vibrating with joy, with good news to share, like that boy a couple years ago. Many of us have experienced incarnation. We have experienced how God's love and presence are made known in creation's form. Many of us have held a baby and felt the absolute holiness of that moment wash over us, leaving us speechless. Many of us have embraced a friend, held a lover, placed our arms around a dying loved one and felt our lips against their forehead. And it was as if the essence of life was vibrating extra strong in that very moment. Many of us know what it is like to encounter God in the rush of the wind blowing against our cheek, the feeling of grass under our toes, the sound of bird songs and the sights of sunsets. Many of us know what it is like to encounter God through creation. It is no wonder that the great symbol in our faith of incarnation is a baby laying in a manger, one who needs our love and our nurturing, and one who unleashes our love. In response to incarnation, many early church preachers and leaders like Paul began to look around, look at Jesus' life and death and resurrection, and look around at the community that gathered still, and they proclaimed that we, we are the body of Christ. We are the ones who are called to carry on the life and ministry of Christ right here and right now. We are the ones who are called to embody God's love and justice. We are the ones called by God to live the good news of incarnation day in and day out. The Christmas story of incarnation is proclaimed whenever we dare to encounter Christ in the love we share with others, in our embracing one another, in our lifting one another up, in our walking side by side towards justice, and in our work of reconciliation and healing. It vibrates in our voices as we sing songs of hope and in our bodies as we live in tune with God's holy dream that Christmas embodies. Friends like that child two years ago, we are invited to embody the good news, to carry it in our bodies and to share it widely. We are called to live the story of Jesus' birth and the holy message that God is indeed with us, that the world is such a blessing, that holiness is found in created form, that the Christ light still shines and that nothing can extinguish it. For Christ is born. Incarnation happens, and we are part of a truly sacred story. Merry Christmas. Amen. And thanks.
be to God. going to sing I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day and it um, was a favorite of my friend Dorothy's. Christendom. Um. 
had rung so long the unbroken song of peace on earth, good will to men. And in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of on earth, good will to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail with Holy Spirit, 
Thank you. 